want to talk to you today a little bit about Buddhism and why I have really kind of um, embraced that and just uh, studying it, learning more about it, practicing it. And I just the more I research it, the more I do it, the more I implement it, uh, it just becomes uh, a great kind of way to live my life. And so I just want to talk to you a little bit about it um, from the understanding I currently have. I'm not Buddhist by, uh, I wouldn't say I'm Buddhist because I've got a lot to learn and a lot to um, um, practice and move forward on. But I've dabbled in a bunch of different, you know, spiritual realms and, and religions and things like that. And I'm not on here to talk bad or negatively about any. That's up to you. It's your choice. It's your decision to do what you want to do. But I just want to talk to you a little bit about why I love Buddhism and um, how it's affected me and how I think it might help you if you decide to look into it. So first and foremost, when I talk to people, I identify as SBNR, spiritual, but not religious. Um, and again, I'm not here to knock any religions or anything like that, but just this is me, spiritual, but not religious. And I really don't consider Buddhism, and there's a lot of scholars and academics that will also, I think, agree that um, it may not be a religion, but rather a way of life. And that's really what I treat it as. It's, it's a way of life, um, and it makes sense to me, especially from a, a brain perspective. And I think what we're starting to find out um, with advances in science and quantum physics and things like that, that there's a lot of, um, a lot of things that can be proven between Buddhist tenets and beliefs and um, what we can now measure with regards to energy and FHMRIs and things like that. So uh, that may be another episode, but just want to give you some overview and highlights as kind of what Buddhism is and what it means to me. And so basically Buddha, Buddhism is about eliminating self, right? Uh, and to end suffering. That's the goal. They want, you know, we want to end suffering. And to do that, you have to understand and eliminate yourself. That's where most people get hung up, right? It's our self. It's our ego. It's, you know, it's the me, me, me mentality. And we live in a world right now, you know, with social media and selfies and all this vanity and just, you know, everybody's about themselves 24 seven. And that's where people get in trouble, get in trouble. And it's also about thoughts, you know, um, it's understanding, you know, Buddha himself said, you know, we are what we think. All that we are arises with our thoughts. With our thoughts, we make the world. And when I see and read and hear things like that, understanding what I know about how brains work, and if you listen to other episodes, we've talked about the sequencing, stimulus, thought, emotion, action, the sequencing that that leads to a lot of subconscious self-sabotage is people's inability to control stimulus um, and most importantly, control thoughts or not control thoughts. And so they're at the mercy of all thoughts. And your thoughts are everything, right? And so Buddhism talks a lot about getting in tune with those thoughts and learning how to control and manage them through meditation. That's a primary practice of Buddhism, mindful meditation. And it was when I started really getting into meditation that turned me on to Buddhism um, a few years back and just uh, fascinated with the impact it's had on my life. And if you're struggling with anything out there right now, uh, anxiety, you know, it doesn't matter, ego, you, you know, stress, depression, try meditation, try it. Um, basic five minutes guided. There's simple ways you can, you can practice it. You know, you can just um, go on YouTube and put five minute guided meditation. 
and listen to it. It doesn't have to be. And this is another thing when I talk to people about Buddhism, they hear the term and they think it has to be some monk floating around on a carpet or something. Not, not that, not at all. Now you can get there. I don't strive to get there. Um, you know, I'm not wanting to become a monk. I'm just trying to grasp some of their concepts and ultimately be enlightened. And that's another term I talk to people about. Enlightenment doesn't necessarily mean this spiritual transcend, you know, transcension. It just, in my mind, and I think in more secular terms, means to be lighter, feel lightened, because we live in such a heavy, burdened world where we're just, you know, got, uh, you know, depression, and we've got all these mental issues, and we've got all this debt and all this stuff that we're carrying around where people, I think, in our country just feel like they're walking around with thousands of pounds on their back and cement shoes. They don't feel very light. And so some of the practices and tenets of Buddhism help you to become enlightened, and that's what I want to try to help people out there do. So let's talk a little bit about 10 lessons on happiness. Um, there's some good information out there. I read a lot. I found a good article on Medium. Um, I write for Medium. So check that app out, medium.com if you've never done it. But if you're interested in learning more about, I would say, the, the truth as to what's going on in our world and actually looking forward to read some thing, reading things that will help benefit your life as opposed to all that shit news and, and clickbait stuff that people read medium.com. But there's a great article I read um, on medium that is talking about the 10 essential lessons, 10 essential lessons on happiness. And these really resonated with me and I wanted to share them with you and I think they'll make sense, but these are tenets that Buddhism uh, practices. And it's a lot of what I train and, and teach and my company coaches people on how to, uh, have to develop. So, you know, get intimate with your own mind. That's the one. If you don't, the two things in your life that control everything are your thoughts and your breath. And most people out there have no awareness of either. Most people have hardly any situational awareness or self-awareness at all. So that's, that's part of what we're trying to help solve. And that's a lot of what Buddhism is trying to help people understand. So get intimate with your own mind. Start thinking about your thinking. Um, most people don't do that. They just think, and then they just their mind's like they're just putting out fires all the time. Their mind's always running. And from an energy perspective, that sucks. You're flawed. You're worn out. You're resentful. You're irritated. You're reactive. We've all been there, right? So get intimate with your mind. Be aware of it. Start learning how to disconnect um, with your thoughts and reframe and replace negative with, negative with positive. Practice compassion. This is one that I have to practice. And, and that's you hear the word practice and I use train, right? All of us have strengths and weaknesses and things that we're good at and things that we suck at. And a couple of things that I suck at naturally are compassion, sympathy, empathy. I suck at those. I've never really been good at them. Um, I don't know why, but I don't beat myself up because of it. Uh, I practice it. So I meditate on compassion and empathy two or three times a week, five minute meditation, practicing compassion. Um, we need to have compassion for all things. And that's a big tenet of Buddhism. All living things be compassionate for, um, everything and every is, if, if something is, has life, it suffers, whether it's a plant, it doesn't matter animals and we need to be compassionate, live in peace. You know, I think that's peace of mind is something that we all want, but most of us don't have, um, and society, you know, makes it difficult at times, particularly for, you know, people that might be marginalized or underrepresented or whatever the case may be. And, you know, we're all interconnectedness is a term you hear. We're all one, you know, and we need to start treating each other that way and moving towards a state of peace, 
if you're trying to ultimately end suffering. Embrace death. You know, that's another one, you know, Westerners and Americans, we act like, you know, we uh, we try to hide from it. We don't talk about it. We don't see it, you know, and death is part of life, you know, and you just have to understand it and not fear it. You know, we live in so much fear, too. People are so scared and it keeps them in their comfort zones and doesn't let them get out and do the amazing things that they want to do. And, you know, um, so just understand it, understand what uh, death is and other you know, Eastern cultures and stuff, when people die, it's a party, it's a ceremony, it's like a two-week deal, you know. In the United States, it's a, you know, it's a funeral, it's a one day, it's mourning, it's sad, it's grieving, and that's okay. Um, you know, do whatever you want, but don't be afraid of it. One of my favorites is travel more. You know, that's a, that's a, in America, you know, we think, oh, we got a, the American dream, quote, right? Get the big house, get the cars, get the, the mortgage, get the, you know, all this stuff that's just, you know, really perpetuates capitalism, you know, spin, spin, spin. Happiness is acquired through things, right? I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. I need to acquire all this shit. That's just an American ideal, an American mindset. And that comes back to what makes people heavy. You're not light if you've got all this shit. So I've done, I used to do all that. I've had all the stuff, believe me, the house, the cars, the, the nice stuff. Now I'm a minimalist and I'll talk about minimalism in another episode. Like that's what helps me feel and be light so I can go do what I want to do. I don't have a bunch of shit. I don't need it. Right. And it allows me to travel, you know, people, you know, there's all kinds of studies and people are starting to figure out now it's experiences that make you happy, not things, experiences. So travel, get out, get out of your town, go wherever, a half a day road trip. It doesn't matter, but get up and move, go, go explore different things. Um, I'm fortunate and I'm grateful that I get to travel and I get to go around the world and I've been doing it for a while. And if anybody gets a chance out there to go to another country, do it. It will change your perspective. It will refresh and re-energize you. And uh, it'll probably get you hooked with the travel bug or wanderlust is a term I use. Wanderlust, love of travel. Thoughts become things. We talked about that. If it's on your mind, it's in your lap, you know, um, and there's powerful imaging with FHMRIs and things like that now where we can literally see these, you know, neural connections being formed. And once that neural connection becomes formed, it creates an action, right? Stimulus, thought, emotion, action, boom. When that sequencing happens, those actions, they may be small, they may be big, they may be conscious or subconscious, it brings into reality. So be aware of what you're thinking about. Give up labels. You know, that's another thing in our society with all this social media and everybody wants to identify with something and and I'm this and you're that and this is why I don't give a shit about, you know, politics and a lot of these other things that pit me against you based on a, a belief, you know. And, you know, do what you want. And but I don't care. I mean, I'm not I'm not I don't label you as something I'm not labeling. I'm just, you know, just be what you are. Just be like even at boost. We use the be just be right. Have your own thoughts, your own feelings. And that's great. But um, don't make it your everything and don't judge other people for them making it theirs. But just, you know, identify with what you are. Don't worry about what society labels you as or tries to pin you in the corner of and, um just the labels, man. Enough of the labels. Actions count more than words. And you hear me talk about this all the time, too. Like everybody, the world is full of talkers and critics, right? And if you know me and you know what we're about, like, I don't have time for that. I don't I don't care about the people that are on the sidelines over there chirping 
talking, you know, and even when it comes to mental health, like there's a lot of people that love to talk about it, but they don't want to do shit about it. They don't want to take action. That's not me. That's not my company. We're about that action. That's what gets things done. So, you know, to be great and experience happiness, we need to exercise the things that we're talking about. We need to take action. That's where the words practice and training come in. So whatever it is you're trying to improve, compassion or or sympathy or uh, whatever it is, take action. You know, get in the arena, get your hands and feet dirty and put in the work and walk your own path, right? This comes back to that, you know, the only thing on the planet you have 100% control over is you. That's it. You know, oftentimes people struggle with the if this, then that mentality. That's the, that's an ego uh, driven mentality. That's the, if I do this, they'll do that. And then, you know, let's say it's you and your, your wife or your spouse. And you have this mindset, if I do this, she'll do that. So I do this, 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 but she doesn't do that. Right. Cause you cannot control her. But now I get resentful because I'm so important and I'm pissed off that I did this and she didn't do that. And that's where a lot of contention and resentment and, and relationships and things break down. And it's happened to me, you know, um, believe me, I'm not an expert in, in that by any means, but I just know from a psychological perspective that can happen. So walk your own path, take care of you. It doesn't mean don't care about other people. It doesn't mean you may not be able to do things to influence people, but take care of yourself and control what you can control. And if you put in your effort and the best ability for that, then things with you will get better. And usually things around you will get better and connect with people who support you. How many people out there are surrounded by or or are involved with toxic friends, toxic coworkers, toxic relationships, right? People who do not support you. And believe me, as soon as you start trying to make a change for the better, it's going to piss people off around you because they want to do the same, but they may not have the, the balls to do it. So they're going to start taking shots. They're going to start taking jabs, right? You're going to start seeing the naysayers and the critics as soon as you start trying to make a change you know, and screw them. You got to let them go. I don't care if they're family, friends, you know, this is part of what it means to improve mental toughness and, and, um, be the best version of yourself. So find the people out there. And with, this is another thing that's cool about Buddhism and energy and the way the universe really works. When you start making these changes, you start meditating, you start practicing ways to put out good energy and good vibes. It gets picked up by others doing the same. And you will start to notice and see people and and things that that support what you're about. It will just manifest, right? Um, so if you're putting out good frequency, good energy, you're meditating, you're doing these things, like-minded people will will be around you. And it'll be easy to find these people that you can connect with. But it's difficult. It's tough. All the stuff I'm talking about here, you know, listen to this episode a few times, write it down, start taking action. None of it's going to change just by you listening to this podcast, right? That's what we want to help people understand. This is where you get the insight and the advice. It's up to you to start trying these things. So we'll talk more about it. But, you know, um, I, I, I uh, you know, really enjoy what I'm learning and what I do with Buddhism. It's going to be a big, big part of my life moving forward. And I just hope I love introducing people to it and, and understanding some of these concepts so they can start practicing it, practicing it themselves. So do some homework, get out there and meditate, damn it, and practice this stuff.